grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from Mark chapter 1. And Jesus healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. And rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place and there prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let us go on to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came. Dear friends in Christ, in university, I decided that I was going to do things my way, that life was a search and that I needed to go looking for a way to fill me up. And one of the things that I did very well was I stopped going to church. Not only did it free up my Sunday morning, but it made my late night revelries on Saturday night possible. It was easy to write off my sins on Saturday night as simply a searching for true freedom, a finding of my true self, as I looked under every rock of both thought and deed for fulfillment in order to be the me that I thought I should be or could be. I bought into the lies of the world and the the devil and my own sinful flesh That church was outdated, outmoded, and obsolete. And so with friends of similar thought, I embarked down the road of self-fulfillment to find what I was looking for. One particular Sunday morning, I woke up in my dorm room, and it was early for me, around 8 o'clock. I had had a nagging awareness that something was missing in my life, and I remember that that specific morning, I woke up with this thought at the forefront of my consciousness, go to church. My mind came up with all kinds of excuses not to go. You will wake up your roommate. You don't have any clean clothes. You don't need to go to church to be a Christian. But for whatever reason, I put on the same clothes that I wore the day before, As I remember the story, I pray I brushed my teeth, but I don't remember that. And went across the street from the university to the Augustana Lutheran Church, where I plunked myself down into a pew. And I think if you could have had a bird's eye view of those around me where I was sitting, everyone would have been a good five feet away from me. I remember speaking and singing my way through the liturgy and the hymns. And at the end, I was the last person out to shake the pastor's hand. As the pastor shook my hand, he said, Hi, my name is Pastor Leif, or Lars, or Gunnar, or some kind of Norwegian Scandinavian name that I can't remember. He said, What's yours? My name is Sai, I said. The pastor continued, Did you find anything you were looking for? Did you hear what you needed to hear? I said, To be honest, Pastor, I am a touch hungover, so I didn't hear very much. Sai, he said, Whatever it is you are looking for, Jesus loves you. He died for you, and Jesus rose for you. And in him you are forgiven, and in him you have eternal life. Pastor, I said, thank you. I think I just found what I was looking for. In the gospel lesson for today, we see Jesus early in the morning go out to pray. And Simon and the others find him and exclaim, everyone is looking for you. Why are they looking for Jesus? Why is he so popular at this point in his ministry? Well, because he is doing exactly what people think God should be doing with his time, healing the sick and driving out demons. 
Jesus is doing what people want him to do, to heal their diseases and cast out demons that possess them. Simon and the others come looking for him because there is more of that to be done right where he is. There are more sick, there are more possessed people, there are more blind, there are more lame, there are more impoverished, there are more with broken bodies. And Jesus is exactly what they are looking for. But Jesus says this, Let us go to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came. Jesus did heal the sick and make the lame to walk and the blind to see and he set the demon possessed free but that is not the primary reason he came. He came to preach the good news. Like the people in Jesus' time, I want a God that does what I want. I want a God who dances to my tune. I want a God that doesn't make me uncomfortable, but simply comes along for the ride in my life. My sinful nature says to Jesus, make my life easier, heal my broken body, free me from those things that would drag me down, and most importantly, be the God that I want you to be. But God is not the God we want him to be. He is the God through whom Isaiah says, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow faint or weary. His understanding is unsearchable. In our sin, we think we know better than God, and we want God to be the God of our imaginations and our desires. But our God is way beyond that. God is beyond bartering for his attention or his affection. God is beyond just tagging along for the ride to see where we end up. The God that I was looking for and the one true God are two different gods. And that day, hung over in church, God once again showed me the kind of God that I need. The one who does not cater to my whims or make my life the way I see it. But the one who knows me. The one who knows my weakness and forgives me and loves me and upholds me in spite of it. God says through Isaiah, he gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Shall renew their strength to do what? Lift heavy things? Overcome disease? No, to overcome this life in anticipation for the next one. Strength in Christ does not mean ease of life. It means hope in Christ for the life to come. Paul in today's epistle says he will be all things, all things to all people so that one more might be saved. You see, Paul is weak for the weak. He is as one under the law for those under the law. He is all things to all people to point to Jesus who is not a God that people want him to be. He is not the slot machine God. He is not the Santa Claus God. He is not the scorekeeper God but the God who saves by dying on the cross and rising again to give us eternal life. Jesus came to proclaim that your sins are forgiven in him and that your salvation is secure in him. Very often how we see God is not as the God we are looking for, but in the waters of your baptism, it is God who looks at you and sees the child he wants to see, his very own son in you 
Jesus Christ our Lord. Everyone in this life is looking for a God of some kind. And when they see Jesus, they think, well, he doesn't look like much. Or he looks weak up there on the cross. Or he looks human up there on the cross. But with eyes of faith, we see Jesus as the revealed God of scriptures. The word made flesh among us who found us when we sought him not. Dear friends, this day, bring your hurts, bring your brokenness, bring your sickness, bring your pain, bring the weight of your trials and your tribulation, for God hears you. John says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, his will, he hears us. Last Friday, I was visiting a parishioner in St. Joe's Palliative Care. And as I looked upon her, I saw that she was failing. She was thin and had not eaten for some time. Certainly not the feisty woman that I remember so well. And as my human eyes looked on, I thought, fix this, Lord. Why does it have to be so rough at the end? As the family and I gathered around her bed, we sang, I am Jesus little lamb with eyes closed not missing a word did Naomi sing every word in praise of her savior and with eyes of faith did I once again see the God that I was looking for Naomi's God in whom she puts her trust that when her flesh and her heart shall fail she knows that she shall pass through the valley of the shadow of death, and she shall be as we will be, delivered into the arms of our Savior. You see, dear friends, after our skin has been destroyed, yet in flesh will we see our God. We will see him with our own eyes, and we will truly see the God that we were looking for. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now God's peace, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.